Um, oh, my gosh. We, we, we noticed here at the Social Security Administration that someone stole your Social Security number. Do you want us to do something about that? Because your credit doubled overnight and you're no longer wanted in three states. <laughs> like, I mean, we could just let this one ride. You could take his identity, just one count of petty theft. His credit credit score is actually pretty good. Fantastic. That's the plan. Yeah, it's good. Just good. trade. <laughs> Not even steal. Just Could trade. Could you imagine somebody steals your identity and you just be, be, appear behind them like an avatar of fear? You can never return. <laughs> Oh my god, the stranger! What is done cannot be undone. Welcome to our pod means death, a podcast all about our flag means death, Uh, and Mm -hmm. we are the hosts of said podcast. My name is Alyssa. And my name is not Carl. Mm -hmm. It is Glenn. Yes. No one can be Carl. Carl is his own person. (laughs) That one Carl, you know who you are. Yeah. You're the wrong. You're wrong. You're not Carl anymore. Yeah. How dare you? Yep. How dare you? Stealing a bird's identity? What's wrong with you? Yeah, you, you have the you have thirty days, Carl. That kills I people. I hate you. I always, uh, I hate. <laughs> I like, I, listen. I love llamas with hats. Great series. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Mm-hmm. It's out mm-hmm. of there. It's out there. But you know what? Mm-hmm. It's been done to death at this point. Hey, it was just it was just a two second reference. So, I know, but that know. reference lives in my head. <laughs> It just it gets a little bit stronger every time someone sure. says You're like, that. Hey, hey, every time you speak its name, it gains power. Exactly. <laughs> Don't do this. Don't do this. Spare story. me. God, why? Have you, have you no mercy? <laughs> anyway, uh, so welcome to the podcast. Yes. Uh, we are definitely not. Hey, look, a squirrel. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, so welcome to the podcast. We've already done our intro. We've already said who we are. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And now, uh, I don't even know. Should we just go straight to Pirate Facts? It's never a bad thing to, to go into Pirate Facts. Yeah, let's do it, Pirate Facts. All right, our Pirate Fact of this episode is... Uh, generally, when you watch pirate things, uh, the pirates are on massive ships generally with like three sails and they're just huge and that's not accurate at all. (laughs) (laughs) Pirate ships, you actually wanted them to be smaller uh, and you wanted them to sit higher in the water because this gave them more speed uh, and so they could navigate shallow bays easier and they could also, you know, get away from people a lot quicker. (laughs) So that's my fact today. Pirate ships were small ships. They were not big ones. Looking at you, Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, man, we're looking at you. Yeah, you and all your inaccuracies. I I also have a fun pirate fact. Ooh, yay. So uh, we're all generally at least aware or adjacent to aware of Charles Darwin. Of course. Um, a lot of his work was inspired by pirates. Really? Um, 
Yeah, he he would read the diaries of pirates because they would make super impressive notes and drawings about the weird animals and plants they saw on their travels. Uh, and because it. they weren't educated, everything fascinated them to the point to where they made very vivid drawings of them, which made for some of the most scientifically accurate drawings of plants of the time. That's amazing. It's pretty cool. Uh, and since we're speaking of Jarls, 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 Jarls Barbin. <laughs> since we're speaking of Charles Darwin, <laughs> uh, I also just want to bring up real quick Alfred Russell Wallace, who is another British naturalist who was the co-discoverer of the theory of evolution. Uh, not many oh. people know this, uh, but if you want to know more, I highly recommend the book The Feather Thief. Uh, and mm -hmm. it fits because one, it's about birds of paradise, and two, it's about theft. So it basically that, reeks of piracy. <laughs> is, it, is that what the, uh, there's this thing called the Wallace line? Is that named after him? I have no idea. Let me find out. The Wallace line. It's like near the Amazon? Yes, it was named after him. Hey, let's Fantastic. fucking go. Yes, it's a line drawn in 1859 by the British naturalist Alfred Ru Russell Wallace. You know, I, I knew about that line. And it and was I knew the name named Wallace. by an English biologist named Thomas Henry Huxley. I, I had no idea that he was the uh the um the co uh discoverer? Yeah. Of the theory of evolution. That's cool. It's pretty cool, isn't it? Nifty Schwifty. And this dude is also probably the reason most birds of paradise are extinct, but he didn't do that on purpose. <laughs> uh. Uh, fantastic. So those are our pirate facts of the day. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Wonderful. Love it. Let's talk about this episode. So today's episode is called uh, Uncom or, sorry, Discomfort in a Married State. I always want to say uncomfortable, but alas, uh, that's not what it is. <laughs> the title will be what it will be. Oh, man, what a good episode. So this is the first episode really is. Uh, with Blackbeard and Steed like hanging out, <laughs> which is so much yeah. fun. We love it. I think hanging out is a severe understatement. Like, yeah. yes, they're hanging out, but like... Steed is terrified of Blackbeard for 80% of this. I don't think and he Blackbeard is. Blackbeard is enamored by Steed. I, if anything, I think Steed was afraid for 15%, uh, mostly because of his fever dreams, and then, like, he got over it super quickly. <laughs> okay, so, so when I say 80%, yeah. to be fair, 80% of the episode, he wasn't conscious and or aware of him being Blackbeard. <laughs> he was unconscious that long for the episode you gotta remember these are like half hour episodes i think maybe maybe it just felt like a long time yeah maybe for me i don't think it was that long personally but you're right oh, no, blackbeard was enamored throughout the entire episode <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. no question about that oh man so uh this episode fucking wonderful to uh it continues uh almost exactly where we left off with the last one except this episode opens up with a flashback uh, to Steed's wife, Mary, uh, before they are married, and her saying, So I have to marry a complete stranger. And then we get a split screen with Steed on the other side saying, I thought that when I did marry, it could be for love. 
and then their respective mother and father yes. in you know are telling them the reasons why they need to do the thing yeah so uh for mary her mother is telling her that well he's well off you know he's got money you know and back then that was like the goal for women uh was to marry rich that was it that was all they could do um and steed's father tells him peasants marry for love mary has acreage and so one is marrying for land and the other is marrying for money and neither are happy about it yeah uh, well, uh, neither are happy and both look traumatized as a matter of fact genuinely they just they look depressed as all hell about it that's the, that's the theme of this episode <laughs> depression <laughs> all right so uh steed and mary meet and it is during their first portrait together <laughs> as an yeah, engaged couple which i must mention steed's inability to physically touch her is hilarious oh for sure and like a little Ugh. sad too like he's supposed to put his hand on her shoulder and he like just touches like the collar of her dress <laughs> with like his fingertips it's not even like his whole hand if anyone watches jojo's bizarre adventure it looks like one of those jabs from jojo <laughs> That perfect, like, palm strike touch. That oh, <laughs> Amazing. I'm Steed, by the way. I know. Mary. Oh. Yes. I know. And we skip from the portrait straight to the wedding, uh, where only their parents are in attendance with the priest. Yes. The priest is just going through the motions and doing his job, but he's, like, oh, he's uh, clearly under the impression that they're, like in love so he's like giving them advice as a married couple yeah consider the humble lighthouse a beacon an unwavering light that guides and you shall be that for each other for eternity in earnest as if they're like wanting to be together and they're like this is really fucking awkward oh my god their faces are just uh <laughs> and then they're uh steve looks like he's going to be sick like the entire and time literally he looks like he is about to vomit oh it's so sad and then of course the obligatory later to be referenced to lighthouse scene yes so this is where we uh first mentioned lighthouses and so the priest is telling them that they are to be lighthouses to each other. They are supposed to guide each other through the sea, basically. Um, which is a terrible metaphor because Mary hates oceans. So. <laughs> well, I think it's really funny because later in the episode, mm -hmm. they mention about like uh, ships should like avoid lighthouses. Yes. I was like, wait, if they were both lighthouses for each other, wouldn't they be immobile and very far apart? Huh, there you go. If they're both lighthouses, <laughs> then they just yeah. don't belong together at all. They just shine <laughs> lights on each other occasionally. <laughs> Sometimes. Yeah. Oh, man. Y'all want Too a real funny. lighthouse rom-com? Go watch The Lighthouse. <laughs> Literal <Dafoe>. lighthouse. <laughs> and, <laughs> oh Shameless gosh. lighthouse plug. <laughs> so uh, for their wedding... Uh, <laughs> Steed's mother uh, gifts them headstones for their graves after they die. Oh, congratulations. We've purchased something for your big day. A gift. Oh, 
<sighs> Grapes. Yes. So ironic. So beautifully like they, ironic. They don't even want to be together now. And she's <laughs> just like, oh, for when your lives inevitably end together. <laughs> exactly. It's just like, oh my God, really? really? For the end of your happy journey, Steed and uh, her inside their head, <laughs> please, please end the journey. <laughs> Can we die? I'll die right now. <laughs> oh, please. Speaking of the journey, we f- uh, immediately flash forward to uh, several years into their marriage. We know it's several mm-hmm. years because they have two children. Uh, yes. A boy and a girl. Uh, Almas. Almas. Jesus Christ. I can't Almas. talk. Alma and Lewis. <laughs> I was about to say, at this point, you're just herpes cow, scrollers, clobbly, You ever play Spore? The video, the video game Spore scrollers, clobadoobin, goo, globber, gloober. Playing the Sims, Herba Glob and Steve Adoo. That's exactly what I was going to compare it to. Oh my god. Okay. I like to think that the, the language in the Sims is just freeform jazz with better pitch. Except apparently there is like some semblance of a language there. Only the creator <laughs> knows it though. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Freeform, happy freeform jazz. <laughs> So, so Steed is reading at the table, and on the other side, uh, Mary is drinking a glass of wine, which she clearly deserves. And their children are running around them like fucking maniacs. Bored out of their minds, torturing each other. Yeah, oh man, it's great. So the kids are playing, and uh, Mary uh, tries to talk to Steed, who's just completely consumed by his reading. Uh, And she says, Steed, could you play with your children? But don't play pirates this time because they gives them nightmares. Immediately, Immediately plays begins <laughs> playing pirates. pirates exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the greatest pirate that ever lived. And like you, oh man, you just know that Mary is like the bad guy parent and Steve's the good guy parent. Well, yeah, I, I feel like. Mary has to be the the bad guy parent because Steed is such the good guy parent that he doesn't do any discipline. Oh, exactly. That's exactly whatsoever. what I mean. He's like, would you like candy for breakfast? Yeah. And it's like, I, their, their teeth are going to rot out, but candy, Mary. Candy. <laughs> Do they even know that at that point? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. You know what? Actually, they just make this, there are zero consequences for this. Head off to the barbers and we'll get a root canal and a lollipop. <laughs> I mean, and at that point, at that point, people didn't live very long either. So it's like, well, James down the street lived to be the ripe old age of thirty-one, and he ate candy every day. <laughs> uh, it's funny because Steve didn't live to live to be thirty-one. I I rest my case. Oh, <laughs> uh, so great! Ripe. Uh, so they're play. So he's playing with the children, and they're all having fun. Like you could tell that, like this is. This is like their pastime. This is what the kids like to do with their dad. And Steed's having a ball. Uh, and his kids capture him. <laughs> and uh, his daughter says, any last words, dog? He's like, spare me. I have a family. I have a family. And she says, sorry, boyo. Scoundrel spared no one. And then fake stabs him. Which like trans- as, <laughs> as she does the fake stab, it, it, it turns into the real stab. It transitions directly into the real stab that he went through. And it oh, is man. beautiful. Uh, and the Spaniard who stabbed him in his daughter voice says, Sorry, boyo. Scoundrels spend no one. 
And that's how we treat pirates. Uh, which is exactly what the guy said last time, but in Spanish. Oh boy. Yep. So that's a super intense transition, and it's fantastic. Like, beautifully done. Um, it was pretty great. Yes. And and I, I, I love when the Spaniard is moving his mouth at the little girl's <laughs> yes, words so are good. coming out of it. And it's just like, oh, sh- oh shit. It's so <laughs> jarring because it happens so abruptly. Oh, exactly. By the way, like, like we haven't absolutely, you know, powdered the ass of the entire fucking cinematography crew 5,000 times already, but yeah. well, well well done. Beautiful. Just Editing, cinematography, fucking, all of it. Fucking Amazing. Bravo. Amazing. The, uh, there are so many scenes that we just stop and go, my god, that camera work and or cinematography. Mwah. 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 Fantastic. Ita- Italian hand gestures. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, so we l- realize very quickly that Steed is having a fever dream. Um, and we see him lying in his bed, like just drenched in sweat, a bruise around his neck from the rope that hung him, hanged him, hanged him. Um, and Blackbeard. The rope in which he was hanged with. <laughs> yes, <laughs> from the rope that he was hanged with. Uh, and Blackbeard is sitting vigil, uh, watching him as he sleeps, which uh. love it. Fantastic. Which we we thought at first was without blinking, but there was in fact yes, there was a blink, scene, a single blink, <laughs> a single blink when he sat back in the chair. Mm-hmm. The unblinkingly, no, for real. <laughs> oh no, he blinked. Damn it! <laughs> Literally, as we were watching, it was like, wow, he hasn't blinked once. Oh, oh no, there it is. <laughs> the second I said that, it was just well, well, at the time when I said it, he hadn't blinked. <laughs> So we cut to outside of the ship uh, where Blackbeard and Izzy, uh, his first mate, are talking to each other. And Blackbeard is distracted by looking at clouds. Um, they talk about the Spaniards and how they died very uh, dramatically, begging for their god. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. then this is where Blackbeard asks Izzy to look at the clouds and tell him what he sees. Uh, do they look like Frankfurters is his question. And Izzy is like, so fucking done with this shit. He's not having it. So he's just like, they look like clouds. Those clouds. Do they look like Frankfurters to you? They look like clouds, boss. Can we just focus yes, on Yes, the- yes. They look like clouds because they are indeed clouds. But if you just put some fucking imagination into it, man. And yes, they do look like, like sausages. He's like, you're so difficult, man. <laughs> exactly. It's like pulling teeth with you, man. God. Yeah, that's what he said. He's like, fucking. So uh, now we look at the rest of the crew, who are fine, thankfully. Um, and we focus mostly on Lucius and Black Pete. Uh, Lucius is half-heartedly hammering away at the railing that doesn't need any repairs. Uh, <laughs> and, 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 and Pete is about four seconds away from one of eight ass-whippings he's about to get. <laughs> exactly. But he's looking at Blackbeard and he's saying, I bet he's saying something genius. <laughs> I bet he's saying something genius. <laughs> and this is when Ivan and Fang come on to the ship. And I think it was Fang punches Pete directly in the stomach. Oh, just right. And this is, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just fantastic. Also, uh, I don't know if we mentioned this yet, but we discovered how you uh, are supposed to spell the word huge because we watch with subtitles on. (laughs) So, yeah. So I never in a million years that I think it would be spelled U S Z H, which 
feels the best way to spell it, though, honestly. <laughs> but it also confuses me about a lot of other language-based things. Oh, of course. It's very English. <laughs> it is. It's very American English, I should say. It is the, is the epitome of, it's Tuesday, ain't it? <laughs> yeah. So, um, Blackbeard tells uh, Ivan and Fang not to brutalize their guests, even though it's their ship, but, you know, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Don't brutalize our guests. Any ship I'm on is my ship, by the way. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but I mean, Izzy is certainly of the idea that it is their ship now. Um, and historically, Blackbeard did have an armada of ships. So uh, this is where Blackbeard jumps uh, onto the deck after swinging from a rope. Yeah, very poorly, might I add. Very badly. This and is the third time we've said this. <laughs> <laughs> and every everyone is clapping. Even Pete hung over a cannon. Oh, yeah! <laughs> Still yeah. recovering from a gut punch. <laughs> yep, poor Pete. He's definitely getting like the worst of this episode. Well, and uh, like, I, it's the humor is not a lost on me that Pete's like. I wonder if he remembers me. Oh, for sure. This is exactly then, what it is. It's like then, it feels almost like Blackbeard went. Hey, see that guy? He keeps saying he was in my crew and he wasn't. Every time you come by, just just hit that guy. Yeah. <laughs> just, just go for him. <laughs> Because he thinks he's cool and he's not. He thinks he's better than everyone else on this ship, and he's the least cool person here. So. Yeah, he's a fucking lame. <laughs> yeah, we don't like him. Um, that's a lie. We we love Black Pete. He's nah, uh, we love him. We, we love, love him, him because we don't like him. Yeah, we love to hate him. <laughs> we love hating him, and we love his relationship with Lucius. That's really it's all it comes so down to. Good, and it's so it's in great. your face. F you. Um. So Blackbeard introduces himself to the crew. Uh, everyone's fawning over him a little bit. He tells them not to call him sir, uh, and <laughs> they just immediately start calling him sir again. Uh, specifically Roach, who's just like, wow, big fan, Mr. Blackbeard, sir. He's like, no, man, just Blackbeard. And he's like, yes, sir, Mr. Blackbeard, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. You know that thing I just asked you to do? Yeah, don't, don't, don't do that. <laughs> uh, again. Um, Please. So Blackbeard goes around admiring the crew and how authentic pirate they seem. Yeah. How, <laughs> oh. how filthy everybody is and how much rope they're all wearing. <laughs> Everyone's wearing rope. Hey, look, I love all the rope. Everyone's wearing rope. Everyone's grubby as well. Filthy. Look at this bunch of wild characters on the high seas. It is fantastic. I love it. Yeah, and what was that? Uh, I always forget his name. Wee something or little something. Oh, Wee John. Wee John. So when he like he he stops and leans backwards and just like sizes up Wee John, and Wee John <laughs> just kind of stands there completely unfazed by the situation. Oh, like, yes. yeah, fucking, what do you want? Exactly. I love it. Wee John is like just unfazed by the fact that this is Blackbeard here. So uh, this is where Blackbeard uh, also notices. Buttons, who has a bird on top of his head. Izzy. Izzy, come here. They've got a bird guy. Look at this thing. Hello. Carl conveys his warm regards, Cap. Uh, Buttons introduces Blackbeard to Carl. And they Carl's bird the bird. Guy. Yeah. They have a bird guy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Blackbeard is immediately enamored. 
And uh, this is where Frenchie interrupts and asks if they're going to live or die. Sorry, sir. Backwards, sir. I was just wondering if we're going to be able to live or die. Right! Come on! Uh, to which Izzy interrupts him and <laughs> just tells everybody to get back to work. Get Question to work. unanswered. Oh, man. That raspin' Izzy voice <laughs> is so good. Yeah. Oh, so good. I, uh, Con O'Neill, I swear to God. Con, come on the podcast. We would love to hear you talk. Like, yeah, you know, for real. <laughs> just that. That's all we need. We don't even need an interview. You can we just pick need to what hear you say. You talk. It doesn't even have to be relevant to the podcast. It doesn't. You can just, just say, tell us about your vacation, you know? Say, say words. <laughs> say words to us. Take a Wikipedia <laughs> article on something I can't pronounce and just start reading. And so this is where Pete once again gets punched in the stomach <laughs> and everybody gets back to work. Um, and then we go back to Steed. And poor Steed is still fighting to survive. Uh, he spots the painting above his bed uh, and has a flashback to when Mary gifted him said painting uh, for their anniversary. <sighs> uh, Steed, you jackass. <laughs> yeah, this is one of those scenes where it's just like, you imagine Mary is just sitting at a table, looking at the other end of a table somewhere like, man. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's like half like, thank God, and the other half is like, I have to face my mother. Like, <laughs> like what am I going to do? Show up with a letter that left me? Yeah. Or talk to the kids. Like, kids, dad left because he doesn't love us anymore. Or even, he went even to go be worse, a pirate instead. He does love us, but not as much as he loves being a pirate. <laughs> He had a ship built and he left us. <laughs> and you know she had a moment where she was like, he did build that fucking ship. Exactly. Just like that fucking liar. <laughs> so um, this is Mary gives gifts him the painting for their anniversary. Um, and Steed is a total jackass. Uh, first he asks what it is when it is very obviously a lighthouse. <laughs> oh, look at that. What is it? It's a painting of the lighthouse mm -hmm. from our wedding. And then he asks if the kids made it. <laughs> and the children did that. Oh, gosh, they're good. I painted it. Indeed. Hmm? You did? Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Well, you can tell. Right. Which is beyond insulting as she has invented uh, cubism for him. Yes. Oh, my God. Literally, just... The painting's gorgeous. Like <laughs> that should be in a museum. Yeah, for and, sure. Oh uh, God! Like this. This is a movement. This is a art movement that hasn't been created yet. It's two centuries early. <laughs> That's like walking into the Smithsonian, seeing something, and be like, "I think I saw that in a hotel bathroom." <laughs> And it's just like, are you fucking for real right now? <laughs> oh my god. It reminds me of, um, there's this one artwork, uh, I believe an installation, that's called I Could Have Done That. Uh, and oh, it is yeah. literally just the words that say, I could have done that. And underneath it says, but you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, yeah, fuck you. You didn't do it. Your kid didn't do it. <laughs> like, oh, it is pretty funny. I, uh... I went to art school, everybody, just so you know. Did I flunk out? Yes, I did. I did not go to art school. <laughs> but at least you graduated. 
I became a pastry chef. Oh boy. Which honestly, beautiful. Amazing. I mean, if you feel bad about the art degree thing, I can make you cookies. I mean. (laughs) Actually, you know what? I have been seriously considering uh, just getting into baking and opening a bake shop. So let's do that. I mean, (laughs) I'll I'll, I'll give you some recipes. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, um, and this is where Steed uh, gifts Mary her anniversary present, which is a model ship. And she's just like a toy boat. Wait. And voila! What do you think? It's a toy? It's a model of a ship. Uh, God. And you just know that this is just something that Steed wanted, and (laughs) this is his excuse for getting it. Like, he probably could have gotten it at any other point and not gifted it to his wife and just kept it. And actually yeah. put some goddamn thought into her present. <laughs> but no, Steed's incapable of that. Uh, no, Steed was self-serving. Yep, extremely self-serving. And he asks Mary what she thinks about living on a ship. And she's like, why would I want to do that? And he's like, I don't know. Break the monotony. And Steed's just saying all the wrong things. Our life feels monotonous to you? <laughs> he's like, what? No! No, no, just. No. But don't you just get tired of it all? Isn't that <laughs> yeah, monotony? <laughs> is it? Don't you just wish you weren't doing the same thing day after day? <laughs> I'm not. I, I, I'm not unhappy. I'm just the opposite of happy. <laughs> you know exactly. I'm just uh, very sad. I just wish I wasn't here <laughs> all the time. <laughs> Existence is pain. <laughs> <laughs> Life is pain. <laughs> uh. uh so Mary gets fucking upset because she does not want to live on a ship. She doesn't hate their lives as much as he does. And she hates the fucking ocean, Steve. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty bad. Because not only does he not know that she hates the ocean, but when he asks, when did you tell me that? She's like, yesterday, next to the ocean. Do you know I hate the ocean? I said so just the other day. What? When? When we were standing by the fucking ocean. I don't want a boat, Steve. And he's just like, oh, I guess I'll have it canceled. <laughs> like, he is just so in his own goddamn head. And then, of course, yeah, you're right. He says, I'll, I'll, I'll get it canceled. I'll and she's like, get stopped. what canceled? I'll have it stopped. Have what stopped? Nothing. Nothing. Are, are you building stopped, this Steve? Boat? Are you getting this built? And he's like, no. No. no it's no. just an idea. Just, just a concept. Yeah. Looks around extremely suspiciously. I'll get it stopped. Get what stopped? I mean... Get what stopped? Nothing. You're not having this built, are you? No. No, this is just an idea. This is it. I'm sorry. That's it. (laughs) Yeah. Like a goddamn cartoon character. Yeah, for real. That's some (laughs) Hanna-Barbera right there. Oh, man. And so we uh, cut from the model ship to the model ship, uh, but this time Blackbeard is looking at it, and he thinks it's awesome. He loves it. He's like, Izzy, look at this. It's a tiny version of the ship. <laughs> He's like, this guy's wild. He's like, this guy's fucking fascinating. I love this. Look at all and this cool shit. He's literally going through, like, Steed's cabinets, <laughs> and he's just like... This place is amazing. Izzy, look. Look at this shit. <laughs> and that's... 
teeny tiny version of this ship. And Izzy is like, boss, please pay attention. And Blackbeard's like, I am paying attention. I'm paying attention to all this cool stuff. I, I, <laughs> I think it's an important distinction here that he's not just going through Steve's cabinet. He's going through a single corner cabinet in a hallway. Yes. Like, that's not like, even a main display. Exactly. He is interested in everything the ship has to offer. Uh, and Izzy is not. <laughs> And Izzy is saying that they need to get a plan. The Spanish are coming. They need to do something. They need to plan they're something. Gonna die. Yeah, and Blackbeard just fucking loses it. He's like, "Yeah, the fucking plan. We always have to have a fucking plan." Yes, we always have a fucking plan. All right. And then what? Then we fucking execute the plan. Then we get another plan. Then what do we do? We execute that, and so on, and so on, again, and again, and again, and again. It's also fucking boring. I'm bored out of my fucking mind. <laughs> I'm bored out of my fucking skull, man. I'm Blackbeard. I shouldn't be bored. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, well, if you don't do something, we're going to die. And he goes, dying? Well, as bored as you might be, if you don't make a decision soon, we're going to fucking die. Ooh, now there's an idea. I haven't done that yet. I haven't died yet, have I? Maybe we just try that. Yeah, he goes up to Izzy, who's holding the boat now, with, with his a, knife uh, out. <laughs> Maybe we'll try that. I haven't done yeah. that. <laughs> and Izzy's like, fucking try what? You can't be serious. Yeah, he's like, well, that makes fucking sense. And then he very politely puts the boat back into the cabinet. Oh, man. Thank you, Izzy. <laughs> I wonder if Steed put that model ship in the corner of a hallway that you, like, passed by quickly so he never focused on it. I don't know. That's a good question. Like, like he didn't want to get rid of it, but he didn't want mm. it in his room because it would just be like a haunting reminder. But then again, the painting is yeah. there. Yeah, you know, it's you have to wonder what he he's focusing on when it comes to his home and his his, his ship. Like, well, does he you, want his family to be at the forefront of his mind, or does he want to just be enjoying the time he has? You know? Yeah, and you have to know he's thought at great lengths about it. He's a thinker. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, I think at the end of this episode, we see him standing on the ship, like, with the model ship in his arm. Yep. Um, which, by the way, he took both fucking anniversary presents. Like, come on, dude. <laughs> yeah, what a dick. <laughs> what an asshole. Not only did he take uh, the painting, the model boat, and the real boat, yeah. he left absolutely nothing. I mean, he left the house and... <laughs> That's not an anniversary present. You're right. <laughs> he left we were... the life behind. He, 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 he left yeah. nothing in reference to anniversary gifts. Yeah, like, his anniversary gift was him leaving. <laughs> I mean, Which, in a sense. Honestly. <laughs> I mean, their parents would probably be like, wait, he left you land and money? Yeah, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was the goal exactly. of this marriage anyway, so when yeah, we're going to marry, I mean, marry to somebody else, get more yeah. land and money. Which, it was her land first. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> yeah, like, come on. Um, so, we go back to the crew on deck who are attempting to repair the ship, I think. Hard to say. So, <laughs> no one's really doing anything. As far as I can tell, Jim is awkwardly nailing two boards together for no discernible purpose. Yes, Frenchie literally nails his sleeve to the floor. <laughs> right, right. Um... 
Uh, we I never remember his name. We John? Yeah, we John. Hey, we John is over in the the left of the scene for just a moment just fiddling with some rope. Yep. Doing nothing of value. Like yeah. it looks arguably like he's taking the rope apart. <laughs> and then uh who is it? It's uh Roach who comes up to Jim and is like, "Hey, so are you still Jim?" <laughs> yeah, and the Swede is just kind of sitting there staring at everyone. Yeah, and he, absolutely yeah, nothing. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh. So Jim is having uh, having to explain their gender to everybody uh, again because this is not the first time they've talked about it. I don't and think it will not be the last, and it will not be the last. Um, Look at the boss, huh? Huh? You've been looking at me all day. So. Uh, so the Swede comes up to Jim and is like, if you're not Jim, could I be Jim? Could I be Jim? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, we don't know his actual name, so, like, you, you have to wonder, is he, like, just hoping someone will just drop a name somewhere? Yeah, is he just up? nameless? <laughs> He's just the Swede. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's funny that no one cares enough to ask him about his name. Right? Oh my god, it's ridiculous, but I do love it. I love just how senseless it all is. Like, these people just never thought to ask, clearly. Oh, man. Um, and so, or maybe he has a very Swedish name that no one can pronounce. You I don't know? know, but he's, yeah, that probably is the most likely. <laughs> but, uh... So they're just like, so you're the Swede. Okay, he, great. He's probably the most naturally funny member of the Revenge, in my opinion. Oh, for sure. Just by just, being there, hilarious. Just existing. Amazing. Um, so... Jim is saying that uh, they aren't really sure if they're a woman, uh, and they they haven't really thought about it, um, and they're not sure if they're still Jim, but they guess they are. Uh, and then this is where Buttons calls Izzy over, because he is looking out onto the ocean, and he happens to see three black dots, or some wee black dots, I think he says. Found something you might want to look at. These wee black dots look a bit Spanish to me. What do you think? And Izzy takes a look and then he like goes off swearing his head off because that's his default state. It's um, like, right. God damn. Where's <laughs> mother, father, sister, brother. Fuck. Fuck. Hola. Um, yeah. <laughs> and Buttons just says, hola. <laughs> And so now we're back to Steed, and Blackbeard is once again sitting at his side, staring at Steed unblinkingly. Uh, and then Lucius comes in. And Lucius is like, Steed, I hope you're okay, because we've got a situation. <laughs> and then immediately stops when he sees Blackbeard is there. Uh, and he apologizes for interrupting, and Blackbeard tells him, no bother. Okay, Steed, I really hope you're not dead, because things have taken a fe- oh, uh, um, Sorry, uh, didn't mean to bother you. No bother. Can you count? You know can count? you count? <laughs> Lucius is like, yes. Like, it's obvious. Everyone knows how to count. And then Blackbeard's like, can you count backwards? And Lucius is like, uh, yes. He's, he has to stop <laughs> and be like, I've, I've actually never had to for yep. any reason. Hold on. Yep, yep. Yep, yep. I can count backwards. Um, and so he says, he tells Lucius to count backwards for like, what is it? An hour and 45 minutes or something? Like around like an hour ish, 
Like maybe two a, hours. A very specific amount of time. Yes, there's a very specific amount of time. An and ambiguously specific amount of time. I want you to start counting back from one hour, 47 minutes, and I want you to start now. 60, 59, 58, 57. Good, 56. keep going. Come find me when you're done. Yes, and Lucius uh, starts counting backwards, and Blackbeard's like, good, good. Uh, now go get a wet rag, too. And then we go back to Steed and Mary, this time in bed. We don't know how much time has passed. I hope it's not the same day as their anniversary. But that'd be fucking awful. Right? Could you imagine? Well, I think it probably isn't because he says, I'll get it stopped as if the ship is still being built. And the night he leaves, the ship is built. So it's probably been a few days at least. And so Mary is trying to talk to Steed, who has rolled over in bed. Yeah, to absolutely no avail, by the way. Yeah, like. And she's saying, you know, I know our marriage isn't what we wanted. Uh, we both clearly wanted something different. I know you're unhappy. I'm unhappy too. And Steve's like, I'm not unhappy. He's like, she's like, are you crying. sure? <laughs> I hear you crying at night. And he's oh, like, no. Or an owl. <laughs> or an owl. And she's just like, fucking. Probably an owl. She's not buying it. She is not buying it. Uh, and she says something very poignant. She says that. That we only have this one life, we should make the most of it. And specifically, they should make the most of their time together. Like, they should figure out how they want this marriage to work. I know we never would have chosen each other, not in a million years, but all we have is this one life. We have to try, don't we? Otherwise, what's the point? To which Steed snores. That's his response. He starts snoring. Yeah. He pretends to be asleep. Yes, we see him actually with his eyes open making snoring noises. By the way, vocab word of the day, poignant. It's poignant. a good word. Poignant. Mm. Good word. Mm. <laughs> I was a voracious reader once upon a time. Oh, oh. I know. Busted out the vocab. I did. <laughs> I will V for Vendetta on my ass here in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> My vocabulary was vocacious and vulnerable. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Couldn't think of another V word. <laughs> oh, you, have a very, you have a very valuable vogue vocabulary that's vital to the veterans in the veterancy of your vivid visionary vocabulary. <laughs> my vocabulary basically benefits my vocabulary. <laughs> yes. Your vocabulary builds further into your vocabulary. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah. Um, all the V words I could string together on short notice. Yeah, it was good. Note. It was better than mine. I got three, so it, it didn't have to make sense. But I tell you what, my God, did it flow! <laughs> oh my gosh! So, um, Steed is snoring. Mary goes to bed because she thinks he's asleep. Um, and then he, uh, after she is officially asleep, a bit later in the Mary. night, yeah, Mary. <laughs> I love the All way right, he says it. Mary, by the way. I cannot do it, but that New Zealand accent is just so cute. I love it. So I have spent a large amount of time trying to master that Kiwi accent. I just can't do it. <laughs> I mean, like, it's difficult, you know. You, it's you, so like, you can't hard. be too Australian is the problem. <laughs> but that, and I always skip straight. And I could do a, a, a killer Australian accent. Yeah. But it just is too strong for the Kiwi. Anyway, 
yeah, so anyway, he checks to see if Mary's awake. She's not. He gets up, uh, unbuttons his dressing gown to show that he is fully dressed, <laughs> ready yeah. to go. And, and was the whole time, yeah. which, by the way, Mary, get get on your game. You have to notice these things. <laughs> she I don't even think they dress in the same room, honestly. I mean, at some point, she had to be like, is Steve getting fat? Like, <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I think maybe the oh. nightgown just isn't very flattering. That's <laughs> that droopy. <laughs> just covered everything. Jeez. Oh, man, it's so funny. Um, so, so, so that means, hold on, hold on. Yeah. That means he sat in that bed, guaranteed overheating, pretending to oh, snore. Oh, for that sure. Whole time they're in sweating fucking barbados he was sweating balls. his fucking head off. sweating balls <laughs> pretending to be asleep for hours, hours. until she fell asleep uh, and then he gets up completely not drenched i'm, I'm I, calling sure. you i mean hey <laughs> who knows man who knows maybe the nights are just really cold <laughs> i don't think that's true it's very it's not even cold right now and i'm in fucking new york I mean, I'm in Florida, so yeah. it's always too hot. Give me yeah. some of that coldy goodness. I, if I had any, I would. But we are actually in the 80s today, so. Ugh. No, no, we're not in the 80s. This is 2022. <laughs> I hate you. That was so bad. <laughs> yeah, but it was so bad, it was good. <laughs> I don't even know if it was so bad, it was good. I think it was just bad. I, and I have a bad sense of humor. <laughs> here's my opinion. If okay. you tell a joke, even if everybody in the room scoffs and goes, I fucking hate you. If they laugh, that was a good joke. Yes. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. It did, it did its job, even though now you have slightly less respect for me at, at a default. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, you know what? I realized that I got the one scene wrong. I'll bring it up in a second. But anyway. Um, so... <laughs> Steed leaves and he leaves a letter for Mary uh, explaining where he's gone and why uh, and the explanation really is just I'm unhappy, you're unhappy we should be happy but not together <laughs> we'll probably be happier when like separated so he goes off on his ship uh, Mary is left reading the letter in the morning and now this is where the nightmares start uh, so Steed is having a fever dream where he sees Mary and she says, wow, a pirate? You left me to be a pirate? You are such a disappointment. Mary! Did you really think a letter was enough? I've been stabbed! Yes, congrats. I mean, piracy? You left me to be... A pirate? It's not you. It was me. I was just uncomfortable in a married state. I got stabbed. He's like, Mary, I've been stabbed. And she's yes, like, congrats. yes, congrats. <laughs> it wasn't you. It was me. I was just uncomfortable in a married state. <laughs> oh, insert title here. Exactly. Uh, and if there was ever a gayer line in history, I don't know it. Yeah, it's pretty. Oh man, <laughs> uncomfortable in a married state. Yep. Uh, so, so his father appears, uh, making fun of him for being a pirate because he clearly is not cut out to be a pirate because he was afraid of geese, for God's sakes. And this is where fake Blackbeard shows up, and Mary says, "Well, have fun in hell, <laughs> enjoy hell, Steed." 
Um, oh man! And his daughter, dressed as a pirate, is there as well, and she says the line she said at the beginning, which was "Scoundrels spared no one." Only this time. Oh, this time Nightmarescape Blackbeard comes in with some weird trident. Yes, he's got a fucking trident, which could either be a reference to like him being like the king of the seas, or it could just be him being the devil. <laughs> right. Either way, definitely fever dream material. Yes, exactly. And so Blackbeard stabs him with uh, the trident. And then we see Blackbeard in real life uh, lightly touching Steed's hand. And Steed wakes up. Yes. My crew! My crew and Blackbeard is like, oh, hey, no. Uh, the crew's fine. You're fine. You just need to chill out for a bit. Hey. That was a close call, wasn't it? They saw pretty stabbed up there by some Spaniards. My crew! Shh, shh. Ah. The crew's okay. They're fine. You need to relax. You gotta take it easy, otherwise your guts will start popping out all over the place. Or My otherwise, <laughs> or otherwise, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I derail everything. <laughs> Look with your special eyes. My friend. <laughs> My friend. God, one of the oh. like fucking like before there were memes, there were commercials, <laughs> and those commercials oh. were our memes. So one uh, day I'll be talking to grandchildren. I'll be like, well, you see, before memes, there were commercials. And uh, we had to infer our own comedy from them. Yes, it was my brand. And I think IDK, my BFF Jill, was one of my favorites. You got to be quicker right. than that. <laughs> <laughs> it was mostly Geico commercials. Like- yeah, it was a lot of the Geico decided, hey, the younger crowd responds to weapons grade stupidity. We should make dumb commercials. Yeah, for some reason. And insurance commercials just got like the monopoly of hilarious, memorable. Well, it's because Geico started doing it, yes. And then everybody's like, "Yo, this works!" Like, yeah, oh my god. And then fucking um, Old Spice got in on it and Axe, and they had oh, really man. weird commercials. Yeah, Old Spice has some a weird oh, commercial, man. and that's where we got fucking uh, Terry. Uh, what's his last name? Terry Crews? Yes, Terry Crews. <laughs> and he was like the Old Spice Old commercial Spice guy. Yeah, and then he got replaced with the other guy who was in uh, It Chapter 2. Yes, exactly. I'm on a horse, and everybody I'm quoted that for 500 years. So. Horse gemstones out of hand. Yes. Uh. <laughs> One of my favorite ones was like, it's a commercial for basketball. No, wait, it's a commercial for watermelon. No, wait. It's just a really weird commercial for soap. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? Oh, man. I will say, one of the commercials the, that lives in my head, like, rent-free more than any other commercial, is um, the Axe, com- Axe Chocolate commercial. So it was Axe like... chocolate? Yeah, so they had, like, a chocolate-scented spray, and it was just this guy who sprays himself, and that he is a physically made-of-chocolate person walking around oh, town. I'm so- I've seen that. He's, and, he's like yeah. out the mirror and he sprays it and all these people are walking around. He's just breaking off pieces yes, of himself. exactly. He's like trying to wait for a taxi and someone drives by and grabs his arm and just keeps going. Like it was weirdly horrifying for me. 
Yeah, like a lady on the bus like bites his ass. Oh my god, yeah. It's just like a car driving by rips his arm off. And it's always women. It's always women. Like that's well, the whole I mean, thing. It's, it's like, oh women will want you, you know. So it's it's X. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh man, I just really quickly watched the one you were talking about where it's a basketball and he cuts it in half. Mm-hmm. It's a watermelon. Yes. And then it's soap and he's just like fucking <laughs> <the> hello. <laughs> What just happened? It's the weirdest fucking commercials. Given, given people who have that everything's a cake anxiety thing, terrible nightmare. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. It's that nightmare. Yeah. And then oh, Old Spice man. also had a really weird one about mothers, like, saying about their sons growing up. And, like, one woman's arms would, like, stretch. Like, so, it was so creepy. It was, like, nightmare fuel. I swear to God. But, oh, uh, that sounds uh, awful. It was. It was awful. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. So Speed is waking up. Where's yes. my crew? Yes. And Blackbeard tries to placate him. It's just like, hey, crew's fine. Everything's fine. Uh, you got yourself some stabbed up by some Spaniards. And you probably shouldn't move too much or else your guts will spill everywhere. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, Steed looks at him and he's like, what? Who are you? Do you work for Blackbeard? And Blackbeard's just like, huh. I never thought of it like that. Yeah, I guess I do work for Blackbeard. How long have you been on the crew? Yeah, (laughs) and he shakes Steed's hand. He's like, I'm Ed. Do you work for Blackbeard? Never thought about it like that. Yeah. I suppose I do work for Blackbeard. Hmm. I'm Ed. It's Deed. And it's beautiful. And you think this is like going to be the conflict of the episode. <laughs> yeah. Which I love how the show uh, subverts expectations like that. Because you really do think like, oh, man, how's Steve going to react when he finds out it's actually Blackbeard? And it's like two minutes later. Oh, yeah, I'm Blackbeard. <laughs> it's like, okay, that happened. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man, the look on his face though, where he's just like, "Is that Blackbeard?" No, I'm Blackbeard. <laughs> and he, uh, his eyes just go like, "Ah." Uh. Yeah. He's literally like, how many people could say, "I'm standing in my secret clothes closet with Blackbeard"? Exactly. But we're not there yet. Instead, All we right. go All back right. to the crew again, and this is where I made a mistake because the last time we were with the crew, they were not talking about Jim's gender as much. They did ask Jim to confirm that they were a woman, and Jim's like, I guess. But it was mostly uh, Jim and Olu talking about if they're going to kill them. <laughs> and Jim was like, yeah, <laughs> if I was them, I would. <laughs> we're terrible. Yeah, i kill us. We, we suck. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, just look around. <laughs> like, come on. And Isn't now, that when Izzy comes in and like slaps Pete in the back of the head and says no, they don't No, no, that's, uh, that's later on when they're discussing whether or not Jim is a mermaid. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. So, but this one is just uh, them asking, are you still Jim? And this is where the suite is like, oh, well, if you're not Jim, can I be Jim? But (laughs) this is also where, uh, oh, my God, I'm just like all over the place today. It's also where Roach is saying like, so are you still going to be Jim? Like, it's not a very feminine name, you know? At least that's what Wee John tells Roach. And Roach is like, I have an uncle named Margaret. Like, <laughs> and of course, because, we yeah, John's like, yeah, but that's a more masculine way. name. <laughs> yeah. Oh, she's not Jim. What kind of a name is Jim for a lady? My uncle's name is Margaret. 
Margaret's kind of an either-or name. I think Jim's strictly for dudes. See, but that, this is this is one of those scenes that like it feels so out of context for them because usually they have such lowbrow conversations yeah. that when they have anything even reminiscent of an intelligent conversation, it feels awkward. It does, yes, that's true. Like they're giving an analysis of naming, and it 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 just feels out of place in a hilarious way. It really does. It's. It's <laughs> it, like this is really just a bunch of dumbasses trying to grasp concepts that they've never heard of before. So oh yeah, oh, yeah. and I, I think my my favorite part about that is you see it multiple times in the oh, show so yeah, far for sure. And each time one of them leads out with something inherently false but convincing, the others are just like, oh yeah, I know about that. Yeah, exactly. They're all just like, <laughs> mm-hmm, yeah, he's right. It's like, like yeah, that no, sounds legit. he isn't. <laughs> That was legit as fuck. Now we're back to Steed and Ed again. Uh, mm-hmm. we're, we're done with the gender conversation for now. Um, yeah, yeah. And this is where Steed is like, oh man, Blackbeard must think I'm a terrible pirate. And Blackbeard, ironically, is like, nah, man, are you kidding me? Most pirates I know are dead. So you're doing great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a terrible pirate. Oh, come on. You have most of the pirates I know? They're dead. So you're doing a hell of a lot better than them. Oh, you're a good man, Ed. Steve looks genuinely touched by that. He's like, thanks, man. Yeah. <laughs> I needed that. Yeah, and this is where Steed asks him how long he's been on Blackbeard's crew. And Blackbeard says, oh, you know, long enough. I'm actually thinking about packing it all in. It's becoming a, a bit of a chore. How long have you been on his crew? Oh, long enough. Too long, maybe. To be honest, I'm thinking about packing it all in. It can be a bit of a grind. And this is where Blackbeard notices the rather exquisite cashmere on uh, the couch, I think? Or some piece yeah. of furniture. It's just silk? Yeah, he's, he asks Steed if it's silk, and Steed says, no, it's cashmere. And Blackbeard lightly touches it to his cheek, which is like, oh, God, you know, I do that with things. But I'm autistic, and this is where I get a lot of my ideas that Blackbeard is autistic. Uh, <laughs> he very easily could be. He just does like all these little things that I do that I'm like, that's an autistic thing. I do that. Doing some light Google research. That yes. sofa that Steed has is called a rolled arm sofa. Ooh. It is a specific style of couch. And it is very, nice. very old. I love that. It's a beautiful couch, mm-hmm. honestly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, speaking of cashmere, uh, we brought this up earlier. Oh, in our yeah. pre- I, I didn't. I, we brought it up during the episode as we were watching, and I didn't bring it up yet. Um, but cashmere is actually a fabric that is made from goat hair, uh, which I only found out today. So, yeah, I, fun facts for you. I had no idea. Uh, I was watching a TikTok of a guy showing uh, where certain fabrics come from, and he was holding a lamb and a kid. As in, like, a goat kid, you know? And he's like, so I'm going to show you where cashmere comes from. And he goes up to an adult goat, and he, like, starts uh, pushing its hair, fur, hair? I don't even know. Mm -hmm. Hair back, and he's like, see all this? And he brings out, like, the softest-looking tufts of fur ever, and he's like, this is what cashmere is made out of. That is... And it's goat hair. That is called undercoat. Yes, thank you. It's undercoat. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It is a goat's undercoat, which is amazing. Yeah, I, I, I did it. not know that that is what ca- – I knew what an undercoat was, but I didn't know that that was cashmere. Yes. 
Yes. Um, but yeah, so that's Cashmere. Um, and so Steed takes notice uh, of Blackbeard being very fond of the cashmere fabric. And he's like, do you fancy a fine bit of fabric? I did not mean to say fabric this many times. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I think I do. Fabric. Do you fancy a fine fabric? I think maybe I do. And he's like, let me just show you this thing that I have never shown anything anyone else. So he goes up to his one of his bookcases and he pulls a little figure yeah. uh, that's wearing a tiny outfit. It's like a little chest bust. <laughs> Yes, and uh, it opens a secret door right next to the bookcase. <laughs> and Blackbeard's just like, fuck off. <laughs> Can you keep a secret? Fuck off. So Steed shows him his auxiliary wardrobe um, that is full of all of his clothes that he doesn't keep in his regular closet. So it's got summer linens and fall vibe. <laughs> <laughs> Which I love. Oh, I've been looking for these. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's he grabs some pants. He's like, oh, I've been looking for these. Fab. <laughs> oh, I've been looking for these. Fab. And Blackbeard is like in awe. He's touching everything he can touch. Uh, and he, they're looking through everything. And the door closes behind them. Um, so Izzy comes in. And he's looking for Ed. Like he's saying, Ed, Ed, where are you? Uh, and Steed whispers to Blackbeard, Is that Blackbeard? <coughs> no, I'm Blackbeard. Edward, you in here? We don't have all day. Is that Blackbeard? Hmm? No, I'm Blackbeard. <laughs> and then Steed just gets this horrified look on his face, to which Blackbeard turns to look at him and just goes, Shh. It gives him like that. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, he said it, while facing away from Steed and touching a fabric like, like it was no big deal. And yes, Steed is exactly. just working on an abject horror as he realizes he's in a cramped closet room with <laughs> a black beard. Yeah. And and there's the conflict. There there was like what we really thought the conflict was going to be. Uh, and it just, poof, goes away. Bye conflict. No that, longer an issue. No conflict. Just um, turned around. Shh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and now... We go back to the crew once again, and this time they are eating at the table, and they are talking to Jim as they eat and saying, so we have a question for you. We have a very serious question for you. Yeah, we have a very serious question. And they're like, are you a mermaid? We have a serious question to ask you. Are you a mermaid? (laughs) I told you. I'm not a mermaid. And Alawande's like, I told you they were going to ask And Jim is just like, I'm not a fucking mermaid. That's, I'm not a mermaid. You said, it, you said that a bit mermaidy. Yeah. Yeah, I heard it. I heard it. Uh. And Jim spits out their food. It's just like, I'm not a fucking mermaid. <laughs> and they're like, okay, yep, you're not a mermaid. Got it. Got it. Please don't kill us. No, but the way you said that was, was definitely kind of mermaid. Yeah, I, I heard thinking. it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a fucking mermaid. All right. Uh, this is where Izzy comes through looking for Blackbeard still. And he's like, what the fuck are you guys doing? And they're like, eating? And he's like, you don't get food when you've been invaded. <laughs> get back sake, to fucking fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. And they Slap walk away. And, the yep, the and, then, <laughs> and then Pete gets slapped in the head. And they, like, they all just like look at him and wait for him to leave like they're going to do the yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then the second he leaves, they just go, so anyway. 
and Pete's like, well, anyway, all I know is is that women are bl- bad luck on ships. <laughs> and they just go straight back to talking about it. Uh, and this is where what's uh, Jim is like, that's a myth. And Frenchie's like, uh, no, actually, it's science because women have crystals women in their bodies. Women have crystals in their body. <laughs> and the crystals attract demons and the demons attract misfortune. <laughs> and Roach in the background is just like, yep, exactly. It's like, yeah, <laughs> fucking this guy knows what's up. That's a myth. Well, no, actually, science because women have crystals in their body and the crystals attract demons and the demons yeah. attract misfortune. And so this is where Jim uh, gives, <laughs> brings out their knife and is like, listen, you all, all know me as Jim, right? And they're like, yep, Jim, good old Jim, love Jim. <laughs> and they're like, well, great, I'm still Jim. Just call me Jim. Just refer to me as Jim and nothing has changed except for that I no longer have the beard. And then Black Pete's like pointing at the nose and they're like, and I no longer have the nose. And the Swede goes to say something. Yeah, the Swede is like moving his hand in like a talking motion. And, and now I can talk. Jim is just like, and I can now talk. Yes. But other than that, everything's the same. And they're just like, yeah, always like Jim. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm very sensible. Jim's great. Anyone got a problem with that? No, certainly not. It makes sense. Always like Jim. Yeah, good go. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, so funny. I I do love it. So this has been a, a gender journey for Jim and Steed and Blackbeard getting to know each other. So oh, now yep. we go back to Steed and Blackbeard, and Steed is now showing off his library, his pride and joy. And Blackbeard's like, holy shit, this is you, amazing. You've read all these? And he goes, yeah, multiple oh, times. Oh, many times. <laughs> these are just my favorites. And it's like, oh, and you see, his favorites. You see Blackbeard's head melt. He has more books than I, than were, for, uh, uh, yeah. His, like, his eyes are so big and he's like just so in awe of all of it. And this is my pride and joy. Incredible. You've read all of these? Many times. These are just my favorites. And uh, Steed brings out a book that he's like, oh, you'll like this. And he opens it up to the page uh, about Blackbeard. And the image that we see is Blackbeard, whose head is mostly smoke. He's wearing, he's like very dark looking and he's got, what is it? Like nine guns? (laughs) (laughs) Nine guns, yeah. One, two, three, four, nine guns. Uh. I'm a fucking vampire clown with nine guns. Oh, a gothic vampire clown. Yeah, <laughs> gothic vampire clown. <laughs> oh, With nine so guns. Great. Carries nine guns. I have one nine, knife and, and one gun. gun. Just like, like everybody, everybody else. else. <laughs> this is what they think I look like. Hmm? Fucking Viking vampire clown. With Look at that. There's one, two, nine guns all over him. Nine guns? It's two. I have, I have one gun and one knife. Just like everyone else. It's not even worth doing anymore. You just show up with exactly. a flag and everyone's like, oh, it's Blackbeard, Blackbeard, when they surrender. I don't even have to be on the ship. <laughs> yeah, so Blackbeard airs his grievances about being Blackbeard and how much of a chore it has become for him and how boring it is and how he feels like he's just treading water. Those are his words. And he's like, have you ever felt like that before? And Steve's so like, yeah, actually, I have felt like that. He's like, and I can't believe I'm saying this, but have you ever considered retirement? Blackbeard's like, what the fuck is retirement? <laughs> and Steve, oh, wh- which, 
by the way, this is the point where we had to have a little conversation amongst ourselves, where Steve yes. never assumes anyone else doesn't know the things he knows. He just assumes everybody yeah. knows everything. Yeah, he expects everyone to have the, at least the same amount of knowledge as him. And he, no. doesn't, he doesn't do it like, oh, well, everyone's dumber than me. He doesn't no. like, oh, of course, I would never assume your intelligence. Exactly. You know, like when, when he says something that someone doesn't understand, his first reaction isn't like, oh, well, of course you don't know that. His, his reaction is more like, what? People don't know this? What? He's just like, I guess I'll tell you about it. It's like, okay, well, I guess I'll explain. Uh, anyway. Burgundy. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so Blackbeard's like, wow, you got it all sussed out, man, don't you? Um, and Steve's like, yeah, I guess a little bit. Um, and this is where Blackbeard starts talking about how ridiculous Steed is. <laughs> it's just like, look at this. You got an open fire surrounded by bits of paper, two chandeliers. On a wooden vessel. <laughs> surrounded by bits of paper. Oh, it's great. You're I fucking love insane, it. man. <laughs> like, look at, look at you with your summer linens and fall vibes. Secret and your, rooms. And secret rooms. And it's like... You're a fucking lunatic, and I like it. Yeah, you're like, a fucking oh. lunatic, and I love it. <laughs> An open fire on a wooden vessel, surrounded by bits of paper. You're a fucking lunatic, and I like it. <laughs> I love that Blackbeard actually kind of speaks softly to Steed a lot of the time. But this is where he, he softly says to Steed, do you want to do something weird? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, do you want to do something weird? And Steed is clearly on board. And Steed's like, ooh. Yeah, he's like, okay, weird. I like weird things. And, and this is where we see <laughs> Ed is dressed in Steed's clothes. Uh, the sleeves are very billowy. And he's even wearing uh, Steed's little like tie cravat thing. And he's wearing the fab pants. Yes, the fab pants. And they actually switched rings, too, which mm -hmm. I think is a fun little detail. That's amazing. I love it. Um... And so Blackbeard is out on deck, swinging his arms around, trying to be like, <laughs> I don't even know <laughs> what he assumes rich people do. <laughs> yeah, he's just, posh people flail like this, right? Yep, exactly. Uh, so he's like, everyone, please put your hands together for your brave, brave captain. Crew of the Revenge, please put your hands together and welcome your brave, brave captain, Blackbeard. Clap. <laughs> Steed comes out, still looking like he's half dead. Yeah, everybody on the deck is just like, what in the actual fuck is happening? Oh, yes. Everyone is very confused. Very confused. And so, <laughs> and <laughs> Blackbeard is like, clap. <laughs> everyone clap. It's like, and everyone on, starts clap. like, clap. Uh, <laughs> like, everyone is just oh, so, man. so confused about what's happening. And so Steed is pretending to be Blackbeard, and Blackbeard is pretending to be Steed, and Ed gets everybody to line up and greet Steed uh, for surviving, I guess you could say. And this is where Izzy starts to lose his patience more yeah. than he already has. I mean, uh, the, uh, he, he had already started to lose his patience, yeah. He, oh, yes. This is just the rock that murdered the camel. It's not even a straw that broke the camel's back. Just a boulder fell on, like, Acme-sized boulder <laughs> fell on the camel. Oh, man. Uh, so, yeah. So, Izzy takes Blackbeard aside, and Blackbeard's like, man, you just fucking suck the fun out of everything, don't you? 
And Izzy <laughs> is getting, is just so fucking angry. He's like, I am sick of this. So while you're too busy playing dress up, I am going to come up with a plan and I'm going to save us once again because you are no longer Blackbeard. You are a shell of a man who is just pretending to be Blackbeard. And he's like, and when this is all over and we eek by to survive another day, I will gladly give you my resignation. And he holds up two middle fingers and says, you absolute twat. twat. (laughs) (laughs) You absolute twat. (laughs) I'm not dying. Not for that ponce and not for you. So I'm going to devise a plan. And when we once again barely eat by to fight another day, I will very willingly offer you this. My fucking resignation, you absolute twat! Oh, so good. And Blackbeard's uh, just, like, staring at it. Like, he said, I mean, I can hear him practically saying in his head, rude. Oh, oh my gosh. And uh, he says something, something. He says Blackbeard again. He goes, but I'm Steed, remember? Exactly. So Blackbeard points out the door. He's like, I'm Steed, remember? That's, That's Blackbeard. Blackbeard. <laughs> <laughs> but now... You're just an insane, unpleasant shell of a man who's merely posing as Blackbeard. That's Blackbeard. Oh, oh, I'm Steed, remember? And uh, so Izzy turns away and he grabs Steed and he takes him, uh, he asks him a question and Steed recognizes him immediately. (laughs) He's just like, ah, you. (laughs) Oh, Oh, it's you. And uh, so they go down below where Izzy starts asking questions, like, how yeah. fast can we get the ship going? Oh, that's usually the crew's thing. Yeah, yeah, that's usually the crew. How many munitions do we have? And then uh, Steed looks up to see Ed uh, coming downstairs as well, and he's like, Ed, do you know this guy? He's a complete asshole. asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and the anger on Steed's face. Oh, I know. So Izzy keeps saying, look, the Spanish are coming, uh, Ivan Fang, shoot everyone who won't fight. Uh, and Steve's like, what? And Ed comes down and he's like, hey, this is what Blackbeard does. You need to make a decision. You wanted to be Blackbeard? This is what it's like. Well, Blackbeard, what do you think? Do you concur? Me? I mean, you wanted to be Blackbeard. This is what it's like. So Steed's like, we could talk to them. And it's like, oh, okay. Can you, you speak, speak Spanish? Spanish? <laughs> no. <laughs> They're like, but maybe they speak, what is it, Ecclesian uh, Latin or something? We could just talk to them. Okay, yes. And do you speak Spanish? No. Hmm. Maybe they understand Ecclesiastical Latin. Ecclesian <laughs> and Latin. Oh. And then Lucius comes up. And he's still counting down, and he smiles at 17, everyone, just being 16, like, "Yep, 15, almost there." Twenty, nineteen, eighteen, seventeen, Uh-oh. sixteen. Time's almost up. What are you going to do? What? They're on us now. Time for a new idea, Steve. Eleven. Well, we we, we talk. The crew's going to die. Nine. I don't. You're going to lose all your Have men. an idea. It's Seven. all going to be your fault. Six. All of the men who trusted Nine. you. I don't know. Blood's going to be on your hands. Three. It's going to I don't be know. your fault. Time's up. I don't know what to do. Yep, <laughs> and, and Blackbeard's like, oh, this is it. Time's running out. Make a choice or die. <laughs> Make a choice or die, yep. And then, then the Steed has a panic Steed attack. Is just, 
yeah, Steed has like a minor panic attack. He's like, I don't know what to do. I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do. And uh, the time time's up, as Lucius exclaims. And Blackbeard is just like, ah, death, death it, it is. is. <laughs> but wait! <laughs> and then Pete comes down and he's like, you're a genius, Blackbeard. I knew you'd save us. <laughs> but wait! You're a genius, Blackbeard! I knew you'd save us! And everyone's like, what? <laughs> what the uh, fuck? Everyone else is all despondent and he's just like, oh, you're a G. Thanks for being awesome. Yep. And uh, they all go back up onto the deck uh, and it is completely covered in fog. So Steed is like, you knew this would happen? And Blackbeard jumps up uh, and crosses his legs very daintily, uh, showing off clearly. Uh, and he's like, yes, well, uh, I could tell by the shape of the clouds uh, that we'd be safe. The and Izzy's is just like, oh my god, the Frankfurters, Jesus Christ. Quite simple, really. <laughs> the color of this morning's sky coupled with the brisk westerly wind made me think we'd be safe. And then the shape of the clouds confirmed it. Frankfurters. Yeah. So he's like, I knew it would happen around dusk from the color of the sky, yada yada, cloud shape, whatever. And this is where someone's like, okay, but the Spanish, I think it's Buttons. Buttons like, okay, but the Spanish are going to run right into us. And Blackbeard's like, ah, they normally would, but today is September the 2nd, and it is a full moon, so we will lift anchor, and we will we will ride the currents to safety. Um, and then Izzy cuts in. It's September the 1st. And no, it's like, not. What? No, it isn't. It's September the 2nd. Lucius cuts in. He goes, no, no, the full moon's tomorrow. Okay, so in real life, 1717, was not a leap year. <laughs> yeah, right. As as Ed declares it is, uh, which is not true. And he says, uh, then we're dead because they can't ride the currents because apparently it's not a full moon today, which also would not make that much of a difference <laughs> if it was that close. Um, and they still could ride the currents. But alas, uh, this is a fake show about fake pirates. Uh, so fun, fun fact, though, 1716 was a leap year. Yes, but that was 1760. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Blackbeard is like, oh, well, we're doomed. Okay. <laughs> and he goes <laughs> off to drink to death. Anybody uh, who can a- swim, <laughs> I recommend you do it now. Wait, what, what, what? are you going to I'm sorry. Where are you going? The captain goes down with the ship. I'm going to get pissed. Yeah, exactly. And so he goes uh, back to the captain's quarters and Steve joins him. And while Blackbeard is drinking, Steed brings out his lighthouse painting to stare at forlornly. Blackbeard is like, you know, I never thought it would end like this. Thought I'd be eaten by a tiger or or massaged by mermaids to death or belly flop into a volcano. (laughs) I I thought I'd have a cooler death than this. Something like being eaten, eaten by a tiger or massaged to death by mermaids or... Belly flopping into a volcano. I love it. Uh, and then he asks Steed what that painting is, and he's like, oh, it's a lighthouse. I was supposed to be one for my family. And then they both get the same idea at the same time. We need to be a lighthouse! Yeah, the uh, the following scene is arguably pure genius, as they rig up a telescope a um, well, a not, not a telescope, I guess. I guess you'd say a looking a, a glass. glass. Yeah, yeah, the spyglass, spy a spyglass, a mirror, and a lantern. And then uh, Blackbeard yes. coaches Steed into breathing alcohol 
into the lantern to create the illusion of a lighthouse as uh yes we john goes Yes, it's perfect. So they uh, use the fog as cover to make it seem as if the Spanish are sailing towards a lighthouse instead of a ship. Yeah, it does. Um, which works beautifully. <laughs> it's pretty fantastic. And I have to say, the uh, cinematography here is just beautiful. Oh, that, I love it that so one much. scene with Blackbeard leaning uh, around. Yes, where he like is leaning far enough that the lantern, which like swings past his head, doesn't hit him, but it lights him up. Like ah, oh, beautiful! I love yeah, it. Great, great shot. Yes, it's so good. And he and Steed are working together, and it oh, hold on. is amazing. Oh, hold on. Let me get the powder for the cinematographer's ass. Hold on. Okay. Here, here you go. <laughs> puff, puff. There you go. Good job. Good job. <laughs> good job. Well done. Pet, pet. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> It's when when people in uh, locker rooms in football games slap each other's asses. This was that moment. Yep. It's just good job, champ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so everybody celebrates as quietly as they possibly can because they're all idiots and they forgot for a second. Guys. Yes. yes! Fuck yes! Fuck. Yes. We fucking did it. But the Spanish, the Spanish captain, I guess, is like oh, you win again, Blackbeard. <laughs> like, uh, I love it. Uh, and so Steed and Blackbeard end up sleeping up in the crow's nest that night, and they wake up to uh, marmalade and bread. Steed wakes up Blackbeard. Yes, and gives him say he's gonna try this. When he eats it, that's damn good marmalade. To which, Steed, like, mm. to which Steed replies, yeah, well, the, the stores are full of it. I had to get rid of some gunpowder to make room, but I think it was the right call. There's some damn good marmalade. It's the best. Ship stores are loaded with it. Had to get rid of some gunpowder, but I think it was the right move. Yes. And, and Blackbeard just looks over like, this motherfucker got rid of weapons and munitions for fucking jam. And he's just like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's just like the gentleman pirate. The gentleman if pirate. I took a if I took a leaf out of your book, I'd be living the high life. Actually, he says we'd be living the high life. I should take a leaf out of your book. And learn to live the high life. I could take one out of yours. Maybe I'd live a little longer. Which I'm not saying that he was always planning on uh, seducing Steed, but you know, it's. I mean, in future episodes, it's a, it's pretty obvious. Yes. Uh, by the way, uh, Glenn is only up to episode five. <laughs> well, so far you could cut the sexual tension with a fucking knife. But, yes. I mean, there's a scene where they almost make out. Like, if you call it anything <laughs> but almost making out, you're wrong. Just it. It's you're, yeah. you're, you're just it, you're just wrong. <laughs> so Blackbeard proposes that they uh, <laughs> they teach each other their ways. So. Blackbeard says, well, if you teach me how to be an aristocrat, I could show you a thing or two about being a pirate. And Seed, like, laughs it off, like, yeah, okay, sure, in my dreams, you know? And then he looks back at Ed, and Ed is, like, dead serious, and he's like, really? Really? Okay. <laughs> and they shake on it. You serious? It's the most fun I've had at sea in ages. Okay. 
Agreed. Uh, and then Blackbeard notices Izzy uh, is preparing a dinghy to sail away in. Um, and he's like, well, I gotta take care of this real quick. And he goes down and he talks to Izzy, who apologizes for what he said the day before. Said some things I regret last night. I don't think you're a shell of a man or a twat. And Blackbeard asks Izzy if he's ever heard of retirement. And this is where the music turns ominous and we get a beautiful cello in that you classic that cello. Uh, ominous tone. I love that cello. Uh, I love the harpsichord. I love the cello. I love all the by music. By the way, when, so when you said that he, he proposed that they do this and that, you said he proposed and then waited a moment and went, wait, I fucking missed that. Like, <laughs> I was like, whoa, when did that fucking happen? And then you said, um, and then that said, you know, that could be arranged. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck. Oh. I mean, I had my, sus- I had my suspicions, purpose. but goddamn. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. So, Just thought oh, I'd man. throw that out there. Oh, man. but in true uh rom-com fashion uh there is a plot of Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm. uh so blackbeard tells izzy that well what if blackbeard just one day showed up uh dead with his head uh smashed in or beheaded in fact uh, dismembered beyond recognition (laughs) yeah yeah dismembered beyond beyond recognition and wearing blackbeard's clothes and on blackbeard's ship and Izzy's like, well, I imagine that would be enough to fool the British. And he's like, well, what would what would happen to you? And he's like, me? I am Steve Bonnet. I'm a wealthy landowner. <laughs> and so it is revealed that Blackbeard is plotting to kill Steed and take his place. Um, now, personally, when he turns around after that exchange, yes, I find it very hard to tell whether he's planning on doing it and feeling bad or yes. using that as just a way to keep Izzy around? That's a good question. Or like it's very hard to tell his true motives at this point and he is very like ugh. Yeah. This is getting muddy. So, uh Blackbeard tells Izzy that he needs him here and he turns to walk away and then Izzy stops him saying, "Uh hey Blackbeard, you still got it." And Blackbeard's like I know I do. Not saying it, but he holds his arms out and smiles like, yeah, I know. And then he turns around and we see his face, which just drops the smile completely. Like, we have no clue what his actual plan is. And we don't know if he's playing Steed or if he's playing Izzy or what. Or playing both of them. Or playing both of them. That's right. Yeah. Like, it's... But clearly he has... The option to choose between who he's going to betray. Yes, like he's like we, but we as an audience are definitely not sure what his choice, like what he's really planning at the moment. So we end the episode, and the song "Empty Boat" plays, and I forgot the artist's name because I'm horrible. And that was a neat song, though. It was. It's a neat song. I like it. Uh, it's by Satano Velosa. Veloso, sorry, that's an O at the end of that name. I imagine you can hear it on the official soundtrack, uh, which exists somewhere. Well, there's definitely a playlist of all the songs used in the show. Um, I'm sure YouTube could yield results. Oh, for sure. And that's the end of that episode. 
So, yeah. wow, there we go. Da, we, da, did da, it. we did it. Uh, so, quick question before we get to meme time. Um, I <laughs> want to know if you remember, when did you realize that Blackbeard was the love interest? So, I had my suspicions when he was watching him at the bed right. when he was stabbed. And I told you back then. So, um, in case anyone listening doesn't know, we recorded episodes three and four of this podcast, and we had some technical issues, and the audio was lost. And so we had to I died inside. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are we are revivified zombies of our previous selves recording to the best of our ability. I have but drinking a lot of alcohol. I, I've had a lot of caffeine and so many gummy bears. But, <laughs> but yeah. uh on the previous recording I kind of mentioned offhand, I was like, hmm, he sure is watching that sleeping guy with a lot of questionable looks. And you you we're trying to convince me to some degree that, oh, no, he's just fascinated by him. And I was like, yeah, fascinated by his, his downstairs mix-up. <laughs> yeah. Fascinated by yeah. that dick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, think about it this way. He had to dress the wound, so he undressed Steve. I mean, they switched clothes. Like, even if he didn't Legit. see it when he had to fix up Steve beforehand, he definitely saw it after. <laughs> Look, if we can follow Blackbeard's curious nature, we know for a fact he at least snuck a peek. Okay. <laughs> okay. He was like, we got to see, is, is the gentleman pirate packing or what? Let's see. Hell yeah. But um, no, that was, I mean, I kind of had like a 10% suspicion then. Mm. But then when I started seeing them like with the, the like feeding each other marmalade bread, <laughs> and then they like, uh, they just had too many bro moments that were more than bro moments right and with the, the you if you can convince me that that scene in the moonlight on episode what is that five yep five yeah there's no way that you're going to be able to convince me that wasn't almost them kissing like they leaned in for kiss <laughs> and blackbeard, At least blackbeard did. Out. <laughs> yeah he did he was yeah. he leaned in and he also leaned out. Steed was like, What is happening? <laughs> but you guys will hear that hear more about that in the next episode. <laughs> Father, we will like go out on my own. <laughs> um, Blackbeard, uh, when are you gonna lay one on me? <sighs> oh, fantastic. Fantastic. So now it is time for Shiver, Shiver meme, meme timbers. timbers. Meme time. Woo! What would you do with a drunken sailor? What would you do with a drunken sailor? What would you do with a Alrighty, so here is our first meme by Post Screaming on Tumblr. Oh, it's a picture of Steed at his wedding holding Mary's hand, looking very pitiful with, uh, <laughs> with someone's, I think that's Steed's mother. Yeah, that's Steed's mom. Yeah. Um, it says me, an adult. Yeah, I'm thinking about running away right under Steed. <laughs> and he's just got this look. <laughs> His eyebrows are furled in the middle, and he's just like, yeah. "I is there a way out of this? Exactly. That is the face that screams, I need to run. Yeah. <laughs> I need to go. 
Uh, this one is by Ducks in My Wellies. <laughs> I thought you might appreciate this one. This oh, one's fun. It's too good. It's too good. So this is an image of buttons uh, at the wheel of the ship. Uh, and it says, to you, it's a UFO. I know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear him saying it in his voice. Okay. Then we go on to our next one. That's by Purveyor. Go out fighting. Uh, so it's an image of uh, story time where Steed is very engaged in Black Pete's uh, story about being on oh, Blackbeard's yeah. crew. I was like, where's this scene yeah. from? <laughs> where he's just just mindlessly believing that he was part of Blackbeard's crew. Yeah. <sighs> and everyone else is like, uh, whatever. But uh, the caption on it says, uh, and it's by Go Out Fighting, says, uh, Now taking applications for my gang. Please have your mom sign your permission slip and return it to me by next Wednesday. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, and this is the one I have been waiting to show you. Oh, so it's, it's Steed sitting in the crow's nest eating marmalade yes. bread. Created by only lost physics, by the way. Yes, so. yes. And he says, he's he's so dumb, I can't believe I'm going to fuck him. And then it's Blackbeard talking to Izzy. He goes, you don't have to. And then Blackbeard shrugs, nah, I'm gonna. <laughs> the fucking yeah, that's the that's a vibe. That's the vibe of the episode. Welcome to the house of vibe. <laughs> Prepare for your vibe check. Fall vibes. Pass the vibe. Oh my gosh! So that was meme corner. Those are the memes I have for this episode. Yeah, man, that was. I have so many memes saved. Oh though. man, I'm I so can't. I can't to wait to them. get to them all. But I want you guys yes. to know, everyone listening to this, yes. we had a like two week hiatus. Because of this <laughs> nonsense, this nonsense with uh, having audio issues, and like we yeah. didn't like it was so bad that we recorded the whole two episodes, and then went to go post them and realized, or went to go edit them and realized none of the audio was usable, which is which no. is like driving somewhere four hours away for vacation only to realize you went to the wrong location. Four Not hours even. Away. It's like you're at the right location, but they gave your room to somebody else. <laughs> no, yeah, like, you're at the location, but it's uh, no longer a Six Flags. It's just a Seven <laughs> Eleven. It's just a Seven Eleven and a Kmart, and you're like, we could still shop uh, here, but like, do we want to? No, 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 we don't. No, we don't. I'm just All gonna right. be mad about it for the rest oh, of my life. Let's fucking try so, again. Yeah, so these are these are the trials that can make or break a podcast, and luckily we got through it. We and made we recorded. it happen. We did it. We did it. We did it. Yay! Um, <laughs> Insert Dora. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Ethema, so, we did it. <laughs> we did it. Um, so I'm sorry to say that I don't have any shout outs this episode. Uh, maybe next episode, depending. Shout out. Yes, there are. There are shout outs in that so, episode. Definitely. Um, and just so you know, we have a guest next episode. It's nobody you know, but it's somebody that we know and we mm -hmm. love. We do so, love them. That's a big fact. We love them so much. Also, because there's, um, because there's no shout out, shout out to Alyssa for being amazing. Woo! Alyssa Johnson, everybody. Uh, Alyssa, your, shame, your shameless plug that I force you to do, uh, how can people reach you on social media? Oh, well, you can follow me on Twitter at Gravity Defining. Mm -hmm. Uh, everywhere else, I'm gravity-defying hair. And if you want to follow this fucking podcast and everything that I tweet about that, including some art I've made, which Glenn cannot see, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you can follow Pod Means Death on Twitter. Uh, please do it. Please, please yeah. do it. I need so, more followers. Uh, 
And just just Only so went you, viral once. <laughs> just, just just so hey, that's more than me. Just so you know, <laughs> uh, I am banned from all social media as to not ruin the dynamic of Alyssa have uh, seeing the show and me having not seen it. So I yes, have been we're... <laughs> awkwardly for two weeks just waiting, not able to watch more episodes, not able to comment, yes. not able to do anything, just writhing <laughs> in a stew of my own self-loathing. So, of course, shout out to Glenn for his endless patience. Ah, there's uh, my shout out. Yep, there's your shout out. Mm-hmm. And for being such a good co-host and being for such a good fucking friend. Oh, oh, oh shucks. Oh, shucks. And for putting up with my goddamn nonsense oh, oh. and constant ums. <laughs> so, guys, the wedding's next week. Yep. <laughs> I proposed three times at this point. So... <laughs> It's about time. <laughs> uh, it's, it's about to happen eventually. Just one of us will just take yeah. the joke too far soon. Yep. Mm-hmm. If it's a joke, of course. <laughs> it's, it, it's not. It's not. <laughs> I'm going to marry Glenn someday. This isn't a joke. It will happen. I'm going to show up with a family knife and a ring, and she knows what that means. <laughs> yes, that's right. Tell you what. Now, if, we'll have to go ring shopping together, and I, then we'll just elope If somewhere. I showed up to your dad today with a family fork (laughs) and a family spoon and a case with a space for a family knife and I'd be like, I require your knife, sir. (laughs) He'd be like, take it with my blessing. (laughs) (laughs) Take it like the knife, not even like me. No, just the knife. Then he'd be like, and of course, you know, they'll listen, whatever. Honestly, though, if anyone showed up to this house uh, with me and we're just like, uh, we're going to get married, my parents would just be so happy that I'm getting married to anyone. Oh, my God. She's willing to deal with someone long term. We did it, boys. (laughs) She won't die alone. Our goal has been met. (laughs) They stop. They look over to me. Wait a minute. You're aware of like the the anxiety and the like weird stuff, right? Yeah. yeah, 100%. Oh, holy fuck. He knows, guys. He knows. He knows and he chose. <laughs> he chose to stay. <laughs> My mom just pulling you aside, being like, so uh, this is Alyssa you're marrying. <laughs> you know that, right? <laughs> so anyway, guys, thank you uh, for joining the podcast. Yes, thank you for listening. <laughs> it has been Hey, if you want to join the podcast, message us yeah, you know and maybe what? we'll have you Literally on. Literally anyone that wants to be a guest on here, just shout out. Yeah. We will get you on here. Yep. Uh, there's a few specific people we want, of course. Except but... <laughs> for that one guy named Carl we were talking about. You you have too many yeah, llama you, references. No Carl's allowed. Yeah. No Carl's allowed. If you are yeah. Carl, tell us that you're Cough Cough and then another name and we'll know you're Carl but hiding it. Yeah. Uh, also, if we could get the fucking Seagull Wrangler on this podcast, that would be amazing. Oh. I just want to give a congratulations uh, to my brother and my sister-in-law who have officially moved into an actual house and uh-huh. are no longer my landlords or neighbors. I was about to say, so it's like, without context, that sounds like, you know, they were living in the sewers, like that thing from it. But now they have a house. <laughs> they live in a real house. <laughs> no, they just live below me. That's Father, all. when can I move out of the sewer? <laughs> when can I go out on my own? Thank you, everyone, for listening again. And we will talk to you next time with a special guest. So, So as always, so long, and thanks for all the fish. Cheers, my dears. Blip. Blip. (laughs) You did the blip.
of my enemies Searching for gold with Gilmeki, where the pirates of the coast 